are back with another episode of Oh Hey There, episode 58. I am Jason Aponte, joined as always by Leo Luna. Leo, seems like there's always something to talk about in 49ers land, right? And, you know, for so many people that say, well, content creation, all those guys do is reach. We don't have to reach too far. This team creates the content for us. Would you disagree with that? <laughs> Not at all. I, I'm calling it at this point the real housewives of Santa Clara that that's literally what it's feeling i instead of like brick by brick on youtube that the 49ers post i need them to, to post like real housewives uh of the locker room type type of vibe like let me let me i want to know spill the tea like what's going on in that locker room baby so before we get to the news that has everyone talking jimmy garoppolo returning we'll talk about that we'll talk about kyle shanahan's conference call and his follow-up statements to that move and we'll talk about the 53, which is still in pro- in the process right now of being finalized. But we do have some cuts, some that I find surprising. We'll get into all of that. But I did want to read a five-star review that was left by KT Pet, And he says, and the subject says, always there when I need a fix. Niners Nation is always there when I need a Niner fix. But today, more than any other. I turned 49 today. Happy birthday, young man. And having a big 49er party. Unfortunately, I live in Seahawks territory. Thanks for all the great content and knowledge. It helps me check all the 12s. If you are someone who listens to this show, we appreciate you just for that. But if you are using our information to own Seattle Seahawks fans, that is a big salute to you, my friend. And that is something that makes me feel much better than anything. Hey, KT Pet, own those bozos over there, man. Own those bozos, man. This is the year to do it, too. They wanted Jimmy Garoppolo so bad. Just rub it in their face like, yo, the guy you want, he's our backup. Right. And prepare yourself for Geno Smith. But enough about the Seattle Seahawks. The 49ers have a new quarterback, too, or a old face in a new spot. Uh, Is that the best way that we could put it? Jimmy Garoppolo is back. Can't say that I'm all the way shocked. A little bit perplexed with how this all played out, and that'll lead us right into what happened in the conference call. But, Leo, your first initial thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo returning on a restructured deal base uh, $6.5 million with the chance to make much more incentivized with roster bonuses. What are your initial thoughts? What were your instant thoughts when this news broke yesterday? Honestly, I, I've seen this team play quite a few games with CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins. And, you know, if, if, if you need insurance at the quarterback position, what other than Jimmy Garoppolo to provide you that insurance? And so my initial reaction was like, okay, cool. Like, no matter, like, if something happens to Trey, we still have Super Bowl aspirations. If something, you know, previously happened to the previous quarterback who is now QB2 and Jimmy Garoppolo, season was done. Like, it was a wrap, top 10 pick. And hell, the 49ers don't even own their pick this coming season in the 2023 draft. So, I was not like completely against it. I was, you know, it, let's go, let's ride. Like, and this doesn't mean like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on the team for the entire season. Like that's not parallel to this, to this situation. They also opened up their trading window until October, uh, which is the trade deadline. So there's still time to trade this, trade this man. We've seen uh Brissette deal with numerous of injuries before. And he's going to have to be the quarterback for, what, 11, 12 games there in Cleveland. If he goes out there and he's bummed up by week three, why wouldn't they call the 49ers? And I also look at it as, 
look, I, I may be a little optimistic on this, but even if Jimmy Garoppolo remains on the roster the entire season, I do believe there's a way they can at least get like a, a fourth round comp pick for this situation because of the salary cap that quarterbacks make salary cap hit. Now, I believe teams will be more willing to pay Jimmy Garoppolo $15 million on the open market than they would to, you know, restructure his deal and give up draft assets in the process. Uh, if you sign him on the open market, you obviously don't have to give up the draft assets. And if you sign him at $15 million a year, 49ers are getting a fourth round comp pick, baby. So it's like, I'm not completely all out. Uh I just don't want it to be a distraction. I, I feel like Trey's that type of guy to where it doesn't become a distraction as well. I, you know, I, if he was going to get distracted by Jimmy Garoppolo being in that locker room again, then Trey was never going to be that guy. And so that's how I view it. You know what? It is what it is. I, I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to compete somewhere else and not be, you know, holding a clipboard this season just because of what he did for this franchise, making them relevant, even though, you know, it was, it was pretty team built, but I'm, I'm not all out. I'm not like cursing at the, at the clouds. I'm not, you know, pounding my hand on, against the table. It is what it is. Let, you know, let's move on. This ain't, this ain't the last set of drama that we're going to deal with this team. No. And I think a lot of this has to do with Kyle Shanahan having PTSD when his quarterback did go down. And I think a lot of this has to do with the showing of, Brock Purdy and Nate Sudfeld and realizing, man, I really can't go into this season with these guys as backups. And Jimmy Garoppolo's situation kind of playing out the way it did felt like a perfect storm to make this happen. The The thing is, is when you look at what they're getting, I believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is the best backup quarterback in the league because I believe he's a starter in this league. I mean, how can he not be the best backup if I believe he's a starter? I believe he's better than Baker Mayfield. I believe he's better than Ryan Tannehill. And I, and I am on Facts. that hill with that. He's better yep. than a lot of quarterbacks that are starting. Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, many more. Like, I'm not even trying to talk about the bottom. Like, he's in that tier of Carr, Tannehill, all those guys. I have him over Mayfield and Tannehill, definitely on certain weeks. So now, the only reason that this works is because Jimmy makes it work. And that was the part that I was most hesitant about. If anyone would have said to me, you know, they're, they're thinking about bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back for this small amount of money, to be the backup quarterback, he knows he's the backup in his Trey's team. I would say yes, because that is a great place to be. If mm -hmm. God forbid something happens to Trey, now all of a sudden you can just turn it around and not worry. He's going to give you baseline play. He's no, he knows this offense in and out. He knows this team. I, I don't find an issue with it. Now, having said all of that, you know, as people are saying, having said that after everything they say now, yes, having yes. said that, yes, let me say this. Right, right. You say what you really want to say. Yeah. And then you negate it. The discussion needs to be about what does this do to the locker room? Does it fracture the locker room? But I do believe that Kyle Shanahan believes that he's built a culture that's big enough to withstand this. And it does seem like there is a firm understanding that Garoppolo knows he's here to be the backup to Trey. And it is Trey's team. And we'll get into the conference call stuff. I think that kind of reiterated that. So, again, when you look at this as a deal, it's great because this team continues to be a Super Bowl team. They're stacked at every position, and the 53 obviously gets chopped down, and there's going to be some good players who don't make it. But as we know, a quarterback injury can sink an entire season, and I think Kyle Shanahan is definitely afraid of that. I think it speaks more to his lack of confidence in Sudfeld and Purdy than it does his lack of confidence in Trey Lance.
well, hell, you're talking about Kyle Shanahan having PTSD, right? Well, let's look back at last season as well. Trey Lance, preseason, Oakland, or excuse me, I almost said Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. And what's he do? Hurt his hand. And then there's no more quarterback competition after that point. Like, you got to give it to Jimmy if Trey Lance hurt his throwing hand. And then his first start of the year, Arizona. He got banged up in that one as well. So it's like, okay, you have the Jimmy Garoppolo PTSD, and then you have two events last year with Trey. Do you really blame Kyle Shanahan? I can't. I can't. Like, I would have PTSD as well. I I have it as a fan. Well, the one thing I will say is this, is Kyle Shanahan has now created a narrative that can be thrown around by the media and pundits. And again, media, national media realized that the easiest way to get clicks and draw attention is to talk about the 49er quarterback position. Good Lord, if you watch that Thursday night football game with the Houston Texans, Kirk Herbstreit was... I wanted to turn it off. Right, Kirk Herbstreit would not shut up about Jimmy Garoppolo. So in that regard, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to do anything to be a distraction. He is not going to say anything in public. It's not going to happen that way. This isn't even necessarily a distraction as much as it is just noise that you've allowed to now be spoken about. Now, it's it's good that you don't care about what people think and you go ahead and do that. But Kyle Shanahan, I don't want to see you get to that press conference and be another Jimmy Garoppolo question. Like, you have no right to get upset at any of these media people that ask you any questions anymore. You now have made this bed. You have to lay in it. And I don't want to see you getting all mad, throwing a fit because someone asked about Jimmy Garoppolo in any capacity, anything like that. Oh, I wish I didn't have to answer this. You know how you didn't answer any of it? If you would have just done the other thing. Now, I'm cool with you doing this, but at the same time, don't get mad. Don't get annoyed because you have created this now with this. And I hope you were ready for that as well. I don't think it's going to bother anybody in the locker room. I think everybody's clear in that way. But I don't want to see Kyle Shanahan getting frustrated at press conferences when he's asked the 12th Jimmy Garoppolo question of the day. So what you're saying is relaying into sports betting. If I go, Jason, I'm going to, I'm going to throw 20 on the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this week. And you go, no, throw 20 on the, on the 49ers to win. I throw 20 on the, on the Steelers and you go, Hey, 49ers won. Did you hit your bet? And I'm like, no, like, don't talk to me. Like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, why are you asking me about this? Like, no, like Kyle, you got to answer those questions. If people are bringing up Jimmy Garoppolo, like this is, this is a bed you made. It is what it is. It happens in real life. Right. And now you've opened yourself up to hundreds of think pieces across media. Mike Florio, Jimmy Garoppolo should be starting. Did they make the right decision? Chris says, Terrible. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Silver already running with this. So this is what you have now walked in the door. Now, again, it's not a distraction. It's just noise. Now, it's fine. Noise doesn't have to distract you or in any way get in the way of this team. But at the same time, I do not want to see you getting upset because part of this decision that you you weighed so heavily, which was a month out, and that, that's a perfect segue to get into what he said at the conference call, you know, it, it opened up all of these possibilities. So I hope you weighed this portion of what's happening with the with the reward of having Jimmy Garoppolo as your backup. But, yes, back to the conference call. Kyle Shanahan kind of doubled down a little bit on uh, a lot of things in terms of this is Trey's team. Trey's the starting quarterback. You like to hear that. That's what you wanted to hear. A lot of this has been discussed with Lance and Garoppolo. Spoke to something, and I found this one really interesting, about – 
they kind of joked about bringing him back as a backup quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo in a off the cuff conversation with Kyle Shanahan said, I, I don't foresee that Kyle used it slim to none was the way that he used that, that, that chance that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be there. And then said that things picked up in the last month. And I think it all kind of came to a head when they were getting ready to make their 53 and they saw what Sudfeld and Purdy did with extended time. Leo, anything else that jumped out at you uh, from the conference call that we just listened to? Yeah, something jumped out to me, but I'm going to relate it to what Kurt Warner said earlier on the Rich Eisen show is that where Kurt Warner basically said, oh, where this becomes a distraction is I had guys in that Giants locker room coming up to me saying, like, you should be the starter. Like, why aren't you starting when Eli Manning took over? Um, well, this is different situation, Kurt. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know you've owned a ton of 49er fans on Twitter recently, but this is where you're wrong because Jimmy Garoppolo's not starting for the 49ers. You started for the New York Giants. Jimmy Garoppolo's not starting, so it's going directly into Trey Lance. Giants didn't go directly into Eli Manning. So this is how it's different. It's, you know, it's this team understands that it's Trey Lance's team, and that's what stood out to me is that Kyle Shanahan said this would not have been done if Jimmy Garoppolo was not open to being the quarterback too. Um, So it's everybody in that locker room understands like, yo, this is Trey's team. Jimmy is quarterback too. So that could eliminate some distractions there. Um, If they have a rough week. Yeah, sure. You know, there may be some guys and you know, what I call is office talk. You know, you're always going to have gossip. You're going to have some people just talk out of the side of the neck, be out of pocket, um, just to have conversation. Uh, so what I say is, you know, there's going to be guys coming up to Jim Grappolo like, oh, man, like probably would want if you started last game. But I don't think Jimmy's that guy. I don't think Jimmy's that guy that's going to feed into it and be like, you know what? To me, he's going to he's going to ride with Trey Lance and and just focus on what he can control. He knows if he can't control him starting or not, like why feed into that energy? And that's what Jimmy's been his whole damn career at this point. So I don't think there's going to be a little distraction. Kyle Shanahan saying this would not have been done if Jimmy Garoppolo was not QB two. So that, that absolutely stood out to me. And the fact that Brock Purdy was going to be quarterback two at this point, if it wasn't for Jimmy coming back. Yeah. Kind of makes sense why they brought him back. Yeah, I think that was another shocker was that Brock Purdy has beaten out Nate Sudfeld, which I didn't necessarily agree with. I had Brock Purdy uh, pegged for the practice squad. But I think when you look at that rookie contract that Purdy's on, things like that, uh, he probably valued that over whatever it is that they had with Sudfeld. But he also, in the same time that they like what they saw from Purdy, realized I cannot go into the season with Lance and Purdy. That's all. And that kind of makes sense. And that's where Jimmy Garoppolo comes in again. Perfect storm of surgery. No trade, no trade developing, or everybody else getting filled up. And, you know, now Jimmy Garoppolo gets to do this. Well, the one thing I will say about the trade um, I wanted to go back to with Jimmy Garoppolo was, you know, if he walks and he signs a deal, they get a third round comp. I can't imagine that they wouldn't sell for anything more. It has to be on par with the third round pick, right? Like it can't be, can't be a fourth. It's got to be a third or above. Like at this point, I'm already getting a third. No matter what, all he has to do is stay on the season is stay on for the year and sign somewhere else next year. So if you're looking yeah. to trade, you know, you need to at least come with a third and up, right? Like, why would I accept another pick and then take away that security blanket that I have? So that's another interesting thing that and, and it only entices people to want to trade for him if, let's say, their quarterback goes down during the season and or is just underwhelming in any way.
you look at a team, say, like the Carolina Panthers, and I'm bringing this up because you release Jimmy Garoppolo or say you release Brock Purdy and Jim Garoppolo's on the team. I think the Carolina Panthers could have took a took a shot on Brock Purdy. Like they have Sam Darnold out for a while. Uh, their rookie quarterback, Matt Corral's out for the season. All they got really there is Baker Mayfield. Um, so I'm, I'm bringing that up because it's like, yeah, Brock Purdy made the 53, but if you cut him, there's odds are he could have caught on somewhere else to be on the 53. Um, and why I'm bringing that up is because you keep Brock Purdy on the 53 because there's plans that Jimmy Garoppolo may not be on this team through October. You don't want to lose if he's plan if he won that competition, like Kyle Shanahan said, and he's your quarterback too. You don't want to lose your quarterback too, and then trade Jimmy Garoppolo, say in a couple months. So it and then be in an uncomfortable situation like Nate Sudfeld, who lost the competition to Brock Purdy. So that's the reason why you keep Brock Purdy on this roster is because there's still plans to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. That stood out to me at first. I was like three quarterbacks. No, man. Like, let me go make that roster real quick. Um, but now it's it's just simple. You know, you got to think a little bit. There's still plans to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, but we'll see if it happens or not. And another thing that Kyle Shanahan touched on in the conference call, which goes back to what we were talking about, where Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be a distraction in any way. I think Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to repair his image a little bit, put his arm around the kid, because we've heard about the ghosting stuff, and, and his da- his reputation is, has taken a bit of a hit in the public eye. I, I don't look at it that way because I don't really care what the guy does in the offseason. That's his business. If you're talking about what he needs to do on the field, that's the only thing that I'm going to critique. All that other stuff in the offseason, because I've said it many times, there's guys who are in constant communication with their teammates that are, are constantly working out, and they never take any steps, and they never win anything. It doesn't really matter. Do it every. There's no cookie-cutter way of doing this. So I think that there is a way here for Jimmy Garoppolo to repair whatever damage is done to his his public perception, even if I don't agree with it, by – being good with Trey and, and and putting his arm around him and doing all the right things, showing that he could be a mentor because at this point in Jimmy Garoppolo's career, this is what he's going to have to do going forward. He is going to be the guy before the guy, warming up the seat for the guy. And there's no shame in that. A lot of people would say that that's a bad thing or I'm trying to downplay him. No, I, I think that a bridge quarterback, a guy who is very solid and can keep your team afloat, that's very valuable in this league. And I in no way think that that's a knock. But that's what he's going to be for the rest of his career at this point. So it's good to sort of get this rolling. He's not going to say anything that's a distraction at all, I don't think. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. And you don't want to go into the season with just Purdy. Like, I, I don't think that that would be, you know, beneficial. I mean, even with Sudfeld. But I've said this many times. If anybody gets injured and they have to play their backup, it's usually not good. Not everybody has yeah. Tyler Huntley from the Ravens who can just like go in there and operate the offense, right? Like there's maybe one or two guys that are very good at what they do as a backup for the most part, for the large majority, when your quarterback goes down, it's usually not good. And the 49ers actually have the best backup quarterback in the league. So again, insulating themselves, making sure this team is going to compete for me to put a wrap on all of this. It really just feels like, you know, Kyle saying, Trey and, and Jimmy love each other. Trey wants Jimmy in the building, all of those things. I think that the, it it goes a long way, and it'll help, honestly, more than anything for, for him because, again, Jimmy can help him with the things that he's already kind of good at, but also, like, you know, you've got to see it happen in real time during the season in terms of there's more to being the 49ers quarterback than what goes on uh, on the field. So we're getting close to 53-man rosters, though, Leo, and it's already 3.40 East Coast time, which means it's 12.40 
West Coast time. I'm not certain what the deadline is. I believe it's one o'clock. The 49ers have made certain cuts already, and I'll, I'll make sure to get those out. But they have to get down to 53 by four o'clock, I believe. So any surprise cuts that jumped out at you? Um, because I feel like I have a few. Like, I want to say Jason Poe's a surprise cut. Mm-hmm. But then you look at this team, they're going to carry eight offensive linemen. They already have that figured out. Um, the only way that you could squeeze Jason Poe in is if you put Daniel Brunskill on the IR, um, which looks like they're leaning not to do because he's going to be your backup center. And to have your backup center out for the first four weeks is not ideal. Um, so then I start looking at it. The cornerback position. Yeah, like are they going to carry just five there? Because they released Dante Johnson, who was kind of mm-hmm. a hybrid corner safety. They mm-hmm. released Tariq Castro Fields, who was just mm-hmm. a sixth round pick, but he had trouble tackling in the open field. So I, I kind of understand why they may want to slide him onto the practice squad. Um, you know, they they release um, that they that they just signed a couple Kamiko veterans Tarek. as well. Yep. So to me, it's like the cornerback position. Are they just going to roll into the season with just five corners? Is that what's going to happen? Despite the injuries that, you know, we've seen with Charvarius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley, um, maybe they feel comfortable with their health. But that's what I'm looking at when I when I see their when I see their roster. So the ones that kind of jump out at me are the Malik Turner one. That one, I thought for sure he was going to make the roster. Torrey was a bit of a surprise for me because he had done so well. And the Dante Johnson one, I feel like they'll slide him back onto the roster. And that's something that they kind of do. You know, we all have that joke, the barnacle, you know, you never can get rid of him. Jason Poe, I think they can slide him on um, onto the, the the practice squad as well. But the rest of the list, it goes Kadar Holman, Donovan West. I think they're trying to get him back on the practice squad as well. Mm-hmm. Ken Crawley, Alfredo Gutierrez, who has a has a, ro- a roster exception or something like that, the way that that works, and they'll be able to probably stash him on the practice squad. So I don't really think he's going anywhere. Marcus Johnson, Tay Martin, Jason Poe, Terry Castrofields, Willie Sneed, Jordan Mills. 18 more to go, and then after that was Terry, so 17 more to go. But it looks like the 49ers' 10 D linemen are going to be Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, Samson Ebukam, Drake Jackson, Kerry Hyder Jr., Kevin Gibbons, Charles Omenehue, Jordan Willis, Hassan Ridgeway. That is a deep line, man. I'm just very shocked that they let go Ture a little bit. I think I'm more shocked about Malik Turner than Ture, to be honest. I, I think okay. Malik Turner could have been more of a difference maker just because he was going to give you more in the special teams. With Ture, I don't know how much opportunity he would have had. Would he would have had, you know, ten snaps on a on a good day per game? Like w- with Malik Turner, at least you know he's going to give you some special teams ability and. And if you need someone to play a big slot, he could also do that as well. Um, so I'm I'm surprised at, at the decision to do that. And you know, who knows? Maybe maybe Brad Graham is channeling his his inner uh, Jordan Mason here. Maybe they go with five running backs and five wide receivers to keep Jordan Mason on this team. That's gonna be very interesting. That is going to be interesting, and it does look like they're going to keep five. That would be Danny Gray, Ray Ray McLeod, Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. So, yeah, looks like Trey Sermon's made this roster. I don't think that we ever thought that he really was going to to leave this roster. Less best on, on draft capital and more about them trying to figure out what they have with him. So Michael Hasty being waived, that was something I, cut, I 
could have seen because he's only really good in the pass game, in my opinion. I mean, he's fine as a runner, but Jordan Mason is the complete back. We're going to figure out if they try. I don't think they're going to be able to sneak him um, off the pra- onto the practice squad. So they're going to have to make some tough choices. Are they going to carry six, including Juice? I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to come down to the wire, but that's the fun part of all this is all of our projections get shot to hell in a few minutes real quick <laughs> with the, what this team is thinking, especially when you consider the 49ers are going to be carrying three quarterbacks on this 53-man roster. Leo, any other observations that you've taken away from the 53, the conference call, and this whole Jimmy Garoppolo saga? Not much. I, w- I would say I would say keep an eye out for th- them hitting a veteran on the waiver wire. We know the 49ers. We know they like their, their veterans. There's some good ones available out there. Look for them maybe to add into the secondary. Um, five corners. I, d- I don't know if that's what they do. Um, because that's where they're going to be at right now. That's Ambry Thomas, that's Diamador Lenore, uh, Charvarius Ward, Emmanuel Mosley, and Samuel Womack. Um, so they may want to add a veteran in that safety. Is is Kwaski coming back? I don't know. I'll I'll let you lead that story. And then um or or Anthony Harris, the other Philadelphia Eagle that had great years with the Minnesota Vikings. Um so whether it's corner or safety, I, I, I'm interested to see if they add that veteran help there. Interesting to note too, Tashawn Gibson was let go as well too. So that, yep. that's, uh, that was a little bit of a shocker, especially when you consider the the depths, the depth of safety, goodness gracious. I think my biggest thing that I'm going to take away from this whole thing is we should start listening to Kyle Shanahan and listening to what he says, because he usually means what he says about not <laughs> giving away a good quarterbacks about, being clear of holding on to him and just not getting rid of guys because guys don't have one good quarterback and they want to get something in return. They didn't lie about that one bit. I mean, they really stuck to their guns. Now, if you disagree with how long they held him and what they've done, that's one thing, but he didn't lie. And they didn't lie when it came to all of this. I mean, they talked about wanting to trade Jimmy, but not wanting to give him away. And they, they stuck to their word when it comes to that. Absolutely. Really quick. Oakland Raiders released Alex Leatherwood. What's your thoughts on that? We we've seen oh, what thank you. you know replacements at tackle have looked like this preseason. No, thank you. No, thank as a reserve, you. not a starter, as a reserve. That's fine, I guess, but I'm not I mean, if you sign him, it's a reclamation project. And if you get anything out of him, that's fine, but I wouldn't expect a thing from him. That's fair. That's fair. Because Sorry. like I said, they would have to, you know, throw, say, Daniel Brunskill on the IR. To, to fit a, a ninth offensive lineman essentially um, or release Jalen Moore, which I don't think they're going to do. Nope. Um, is anyone else on the waiver wire that's catching your eye? Not yet. I mean, at this point, I really have to go through my phone and everything, but I, I we're going to find out really quick. That's the fun part about all this is that guys are going to be released all across the league. They'll make moves here and there. There's ways for people to sneak onto the roster, have them in, you know, different spots, whether it's IR, practice squad, things like that. So there's going to be a, a lot of movement still. This is going to be a, a wild and crazy day today. And uh, it's only 347 right now on, on my part of the country. So it's only just going to get worse as as this these news, this cuts, all of these things, they roll in. So, um, so that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Jason Aponte2103 at Leo Luna93 on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to Niners Nation wherever you get your audio podcast. Follow Niners Nation on Twitter at Niners Nation. And until we have something else to talk about, I mean, it'll be a, a whole week maybe, but pretty sure there'll be something to talk about. The 49ers have no shortage of things to talk about. So 
Thanks again, Leo. For Leo, for Jason, we're out of here. Having said that, I don't really think I'm buying your line of bullshit.